Welcome to another episode of Talking With WIT, Kevin and Son. My name is Kevin McLemore. I am your show host, and I am joined today with two very, very special people to talk about a conversation that we all need to have and to get a little understanding. This episode is brought to you by RMK Productions and the 10 United Podcast Network. Our mission is through the power of story, is to uplift your voice, inspire, share stories, experiences, and perspectives using the framework of teaching, learning, and modeling. Our purpose is very simple, hope, H-O-P-E, helping other people every single day. Before we start, I wanna share a quote by a very famous lady activist. I believe all Americans who believe in freedom, tolerance, human rights, has the responsibility to oppose bigotry, prejudice, based on sexual orientation. Coretta Scott King, the wife of late civil rights activist, Dr. Martin Luther King. Today's topic for me is personal. I know both of these um, individuals. I've known them for at least six years. I know them when they were babies because today's topic is sensitive for most. Me saying the right words or the wrong, wrong words could possibly offend someone. A misunderstanding could basically cost me my show. My perspective or interpretation could have people standing outside my house protesting and demanding that I have apologies or being, not being sensitive towards one person or a group of others. Well, let me make this clear. This may come as a surprise to you. For those of you that are just listening to my voice, for those of you that are watching on YouTube or in one of the other uh, social media platforms, I have a secret to tell you. I am Black. <laughs> I'm a person. I'm not part of any group where I have to apologize for taking advantage of my privileges, or to have a conversation of people that have oppressed, murdered, raped, demeaned a race of people solely based on the color of their skin and their education or sexual orientation. I want to share with you, Carl Nesman was the first openly gay Black NFL player to come out and made national news. I asked myself why. We all know he ain't the first one, all right? For some reason, it turned pages. The Trevor Project is an organization and we're gonna showcase them. And they um, have facts that support the fact that the LGBTQ plus, and I'm gonna have to use my notes to make sure I don't screw that, screw that up, states that suicide rates amongst young people are at risk, the sexuality or the sexual orientation of gender identity, but rather have placed a high risk because of who they are and how they're mistreated, how they're stigmatized in our society. However, the mission statement states to end suicide amongst lesbians, gays, bisexual, transgender, Qs, or questioning young people. May I add to this narrative the impact of anti-Black racism, uh, supremacy among groups are all bases that run in line with 
the Trevor Project, the retelling of the truth, the incorrect or misleading uh, information. Wait a minute, I almost, I almost had to stop myself. I almost brought up religion. But before I go off and go in the deep end of the pool and talking about these prejudices and how um, understanding who we are and how this lines up, let me say the struggle with how we identify ourselves and our communities, our families in the workplace, we are all branded with some kind of label or class. But who we are is not part of a class of brand. We're all human beings. And as part of the human race, the thought process and the shared stories of Ms. Farina and Haley's story, you should walk away with feeling a kind of way that your reality has changed, or maybe this will confirm your reality that you are now part of the problem that we mentioned early on the show. Well, let me welcome my guests, Ms. Karina Shifafalo and Haley Nardon. Welcome to Talking With Kevin and Son and my co-host, that go-to guy, Ife. How you doing, everyone? Kevin, thank you so much for having us. Very no, excited. <laughs> no, no problem. That was a very long um, um, introduction, and I wanted to say that because one, when you look at bigotry and prejudice um, in this country, pick a group, and they basically foreshadow or shadow each other when it comes to being discriminated and put down. Right. All right. So, Absolutely. you know, the reason why I had you on here, Karina, you and I had this conversation. And we talked about the insensitive um, thought process of human beings based on um, your choice, your life. Um, and you've lived a great life for being as young as you are. Rena, you're currently in attendance at St. Joseph University where you are a standout um, athlete on lacrosse. You also attended um, your, under, your uh, high school at Villa. Maria Academy, which you played varsity basketball, track, and lacrosse. You also hold a couple honors, the Andrea Thompson All-Academic Athlete Award, the Eleanor Langston Award, and you're also an entrepreneur. You're part of the RMK family and the 10 United Podcast Network. You have your own podcast, and it's called That One Thing, all right? You're also part of ROTC. I did Roxy. And your dream is to enter after graduation as a second lieutenant. Karina is an active member of the LGBTQ plus community. And I hope her story will touch someone in a way that is struggling or is struggling to understand their story. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. And I'm happy to be on here today. It's going to be a great talk. All right, and I also want to introduce our um, your, your your partner, your best friend, um, your 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 life story, Miss Haley, four years varsity um, softball player in Hamilton, New Jersey. You was also part of the 2018 state championship. You continued your your education at Mercy County Community College, where you made first team all region your freshman year. Haley, you are studying to be a nurse, and please correct me if I'm wrong. You are also um, uh, aspiring to go to 
Rutgers University next year. Haley, you are also an active member of the LGBTQ plus community, and you hope that your story will not only put you into a safe place, but put you into a brave place. Because you know that people care and understand. And if they hear your story, those that matter will share your story and do their part to make change. And, and I hope, listening to your story, they remove the labels and just accept you as part of humanity. So um, we, we, we've got a lot to talk about. We want to hear your story. So um, you guys pick which one. Um, let's talk about life as, uh, as Karina and Haley. Absolutely. Oh boy. It's been a busy summer so far. I mean, we are constantly running back and forth. We live at a distance. So we've been doing a long distance relationship now for almost two years. Um, but through communication, through the power of love, we've been able to, you know, suffice to those challenges and, and really, um, you know, overcome a lot of obstacles. Um, Haley has taught me things over the years. And we actually, we started dating senior year of high school. So being in the high school setting, I was not out yet. Haley was out when we first started dating. So that gave us a little bit of some rocky bumps, which we will go into, but yeah. All right, Haley. <laughs> yeah, um, it definitely, sometimes it's not very easy, but it's the good moments that make the bad moments worth it. hundred percent. sure. And like I said, so I was not out when we first started dating. Um, we went, met through a mutual friend and, um, you know, I ended up saying to myself, I want to get to know more people in my area that are like me. Um, I wasn't necessarily ready to come out, still being in a Catholic high school, still having, you know, friends and people around me that I thought to myself might not be accepting of the culture. So when Haley was nice enough to take that on and be patient with me through that, which sometimes you can't really find nowadays, you know, people want to be out and open and free. And unfortunately, with the environment we're in right now, sometimes it's not the easiest for people to come out. Yeah, it's you know? definitely, definitely come leaps and bounds since when we first met. Definitely. Which is very, very impressive because yeah. there's been a lot of change for the better. Definitely. Let, let, me, let me ask you this question. You brought up people like you. I'm, I'm confused. I don't understand because I, I met you six year, years ago. <laughs> um, you know, the same way that I welcome my children in the world, you had 10 toes, you had two legs, you had, ten, you had ears, uh, you carried on a great conversation. Um, I didn't see anything different. What do you mean by people? That's right. And you're right, Kevin. I mean, it's not necessarily, we don't want to group each other to be against regular humanity or someone different. However, there are challenges that, you know, people in the LGBTQ plus community face that might, you know, hinder, you know, cisgender people in the regular day and age. And unfortunately, sometimes we do have to draw that line because of the um, challenges that these minorities face. You know what I mean? Right. And um, you brought up minorities and these words are going to dance all, all over the place because Absolutely. black man here is a, a uh, person that is uh, non-melanated. Minority doesn't seem to become part of that pro uh, uh, conversation. How are you a minority? I'm sorry, what was that, Kev? I said, how are you a minority? 
since I want to say the 1940s, 1950s, we were being discriminated against for our, for our sexual orientation through the AIDS crisis, through HIV, everything like that that's happened. Unfortunately, it was a rolling ball that just kept getting bigger and bigger. Right now, we are grateful to be out and proud. We have very accepting communities in both our households and our friend groups, which makes us you know, very happy to be here. But unfortunately, there are still some views religiously still some people looking at the AIDS crisis as something that's, you know, affecting our, our group. Right. So, um, you still have a little bit of that, um, you know, difference in the society. It almost seems like for one step forward, it's two steps back. Right. It's, it's especially right now. I mean, we, we've been seeing so much progress since we've been growing up and just recently in these last months, our, um, you know, marriage and our freedom quality is being tarnished. It's, or, just, it's fluctuating way, way too much. It's fluctuating. Yeah. It shouldn't well, be going backwards. We're going, we're, you know, we, we are progressing. It's 2022, you know? Well, believe it or not, 2022. I mean, I, I know you guys watched the Who We Are project um, that Jeffrey Robinson uh, created the documentary. And for those of you guys that are listening, um, you got to watch it because when you talk about progress, you know, we were years ago at a turning point. Mm-hmm. Um, Lincoln was, you know, the first one that almost crossed and someone took his life. John Kennedy started to um, tip that and they took both him and Martin Luther King out. And then they took his little brother out the same right. way. And for some reason, when you talk about the turning point, we're turning back the hands of time. Woodrow Wilson, because he wanted to um, bring back slavery at all costs, basically quoted a a phrase and and wrote it down and says, we have to make our nation great again. I have no idea what the hell that meant. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Kevin, to go off of that real quick, change is very uncomfortable for people. The unknown is very uncomfortable for people. And that's why a lot of people that are maybe older per se don't want change. They don't want things to be different because that's what they know. That's what they're comfortable with, right? But don't, don't you think everyone wants to be loved? Absolutely, yeah. 110%. Unfortunately, there are some people that are just like-minded to themselves and what they are comfortable with and they project that on other people. I mean, I tell myself all the time, why worry about anybody else's, you know, or, you know, I find it so crazy that someone would look at us and, or someone that I know would just look at me and be like, Oh, that's Haley. But their perspective could change so quickly when they know that I'm gay or that I'm not, 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 not to say normal, but I'm not, maybe not fall under that category. It's there's something different. And it's, it's an issue when it becomes that cisgender heterosexual individuals are the normal, the standard, right? Because really what should be normal is whoever you love, you love. Yeah. But it's turned into a heterosexual relationship is the normal, is the standard. Well, let, let, let me put foot on the coach Mac hat that the mentor, um, the, the person I, I am, because you know, my sole purpose is us helping other people every day um, and create conversations and dialogue that we un- understand the reality of, of who you are, who you think you are. And I, I'm going to tell you, there are so many labels that are, are 
um, are attached to humanity. I mean, we had a retail store where all be the designers of, of this. Um, you, you're not different. Right. None of us are, are, are different. Yeah, I peel back the, the layers and look at, you know, how many muscles, how many bones you have in your, your body. If I, if, I, if I separate the skin to a vein, we all bleed 99.9% of the, the same blood. We are yeah. different. Why have we allowed a group of small-minded people to impact so many wonderful people? hundred percent on this. Do we we need to be separate in order in order to be identified as Haley or Karina? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it really it really stems from the household. Correcting that knowledge right away really makes a difference for the years to come and generations yeah. to come. Right. Like it, you know, what we would teach our children, what I would be taught is you love everybody. Love is love. But sometimes it's really hard to break that barrier between, you know, what you teach your child and then what they learn elsewhere. Let, let me ask both of you this. When um, I'm going to ask Haley first, because you came out before Karina, mm -hmm. what was the most difficult conversation you had with someone when you, you were coming out? And was it a family member or was it a friend? Um, I think that it might have been with my family because they are the first people that I really told. Um, it was just, it was something that was extremely new to all of us. Um, they weren't, they, of course they were accepting, but it was just, it was new and it was something that's never been explored, never been thought about. So I was, I was definitely most nervous to talk to my grandparents just because I know they're older, they come from a much different generation, but they, they were surprisingly accepting. They don't even think of it anymore. It's, they're- Very normal. Yeah. I've been there last- Very, very normalized. And I was there last week. We had a great time. Yeah. It's, it nice. I'm very, very glad that I have the family that I do because I don't know what I can't imagine the struggle of people that don't have that accepting family because it's your family is your everything. And without them, if they didn't take it the way that they did, it would definitely be a much different situation right now. But. And what about you, Karina? I would say the same thing. I think the family conversation hits home very hard because when you tell your friends and anybody else, you know, if they leave your life, it's you can find different friends right. you can't find different family exactly you're blood related so it strikes a nerve if they weren't accepting of you know your orientation your sexuality um i ended up having a great conversation with my parents there were some challenges that we had to work through because again i'm the only girl in my family i have four other cousins that are guys all right i have a twin brother and that makeup of walking my daughter down the aisle with a white dress, right? That makeup of going dress shopping, go, getting our nails done. Necessarily for me and how I orientate is more a little more masculine. And that wasn't the game plan for the next couple of years and in the future. And that really struck a nerve because it was almost like they were looking at something way different than I was. I think a lot of it stems from religion too, because- Definitely. Her family is much more religious than mine. 
So that was, that was a challenge that I didn't really have to overcome with my family. Yeah. It was more of just something new that they had to get used to rather than something that they were taught not to accept. Right. And it was, again, for me, I am still working on some challenges within my Catholic faith and just, you know, they were like, my parents were in the Catholic community, Catholic school, Catholic church, you're thought to think a certain way. And luckily we worked mostly past that. We still are working on some things, but again, you have that next obstacle to go through. Right. So let, let me say this, and this is probably going to get people throwing rocks at me. Uh, <laughs> when, when I leave my, my house or our place of employment, but I, I will tell you throughout the, the history of mankind, there have been more situations and more people screwed over, over by religion, yeah. any other organization throughout um, the existence of humanity. I completely agree. Kevin, I still, yep, I agree. I still go to a Catholic community or Jesuit, I should say, been through Catholic school my whole life. And I am the first person to agree with you on that. And, uh, and, and the other thing is you, you, you mentioned the fact of walking down about the, um, and, you know, walking down the aisle in a white dress, you, you know why the white dress is supposed to, uh, be, right? <laughs> Purity, right. I guess, So right? I, I, I don't need to say it anymore is that we should start selling um, off-color dress, beige. <laughs> um, I agree. We, we, we're not representing the, the symbol that I can, but it does look good. White looks good on everyone. And the surprising thing is, and the reason why I had the open monologue the way that I did so many of the prejudice and the biases run rapid in our society as any time that we do not agree with someone of how they lived. And most of us are living better than some of the people that disagree with our, our choices. But you, you have to think about, think about all the biracial uh, relationships. That sure. Years ago, it was actually against the law for even you and I to have this conversation openly. Yeah. Right. Us to be able to be in the same space in public, let alone be part of a relationship where your partner looks like you, feels like you, and everything else. Um, it, it just saddens me that we still give so much power to ignorant people in power. And yes, if anyone's offended by what I just said, I will tell you, I am talking directly to you. Yeah. Right. And- said stupid is as stupid does. Kevin, I will say that religion is a safety blanket for a lot of people because let's say you question me about something and I could say, well, the Catholic faith says, well, this, the Bible says, no, love is love. Is love a sin? Love is not a sin. So why are we classifying it? And I take it this way. I have my own personal relationship with God. I don't have a personal relationship with you because to my religion, you have original sin. And that constructs everything for me. So my relationship with God, it's just a one-way street, right? Like I don't need any other background noise. Um, Again, I haven't been to church in a while because of it, Um, just the acceptance of it all. And I won't tap into religion as much, but I will say that I am disappointed because I wouldn't be able to hold her hand without getting looks. And it has thrown me for a loop a little bit. I'm still trying to work through it. But again, like you said, it's, it's a very touchy topic for some people. I feel like a lot of people that try to use the religion as their blanket don't really have their own thoughts. They don't Mm -hmm. have their own feelings towards this topic. They don't, they're not very educated. They just, they have one thought and it's 
my religion says that's not okay. They don't go any deeper than that. And that's the issue. People don't try to look past that. They don't try to educate themselves and they don't try to see the person for who they are rather than looking at me and be like, well, she's gay. That's not okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I want to say this. I brought up the Trevor project um, early on and the reason why they're not a sponsor um, of RMK Productions or this podcast, but they are a group that allows a safe place for a conversation needing to be had if you're on the ed- edge of the fence. Their mission is to end suicide amongst lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, or questioning young people. Their vision is a world where all LGBTQ plus young people can see a bright future for themselves. Um, it surprises me. And then it doesn't surprise me that these groups agree. But what surprises me is that when you look at the problems of the world, there are a lot of people that are like me, a lot of people that are like you, that are just good good human beings. I don't understand why we're not coming together to squash the noise of the small group of people that complicate this life instead of letting us exist. Right. Exactly. 100%. Why, Why aren't we getting together? And why, this is another question that I have too, is we see these suicide rates going up. And when something happens like that in a community and a child, a teen, an adult is killed, it is on for like two weeks and then no one talks about it ever again. Yeah. And that's the issue that I have is that this is not talked about enough. I actually, in lacrosse, we're doing a thing um, in the club I coach for Morgan's message, which is athletes mental health, which is huge. But why is that happening right now? And why does there have to be so many suicides for us to do something about it? I mean, the Trevor Project's a great, great thing to bring up. And, you know, I wish I knew about that when I was closeted. Right. And I wish that people know that we're here, that you're here, that people are allies to it as well that they have people to go to, you know? Let me ask you a question. No matter sure. what your, your race is, if you are questioning, questioning your sexuality and in your home or your current surroundings, you cannot have this uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, because the other thing is, you know, we're putting these labels on younger people a lot sooner before they can even identify. Right. I, and I wish we would get rid of all, all the labels period. We're we're not branding or marketing a product. We got to let people find out and discover who they are. I mean, there are adults that are my age and still haven't found out who they are. Right. What conversation and what would you share with that individual that feels they don't have any place to go? And they're contemplating on, I don't want to live my life like this anymore. Um, And they're only 14 or 15 or 12. Kevin, this is one of the reasons why I did post on the Instagram what I did. Um, when I came out, I, I made it public. And the number one reason why I did that was not for anybody to congratulate, whatever. I didn't need that. What I wanted is because I knew there was girls in my Catholic school that were closeted and that they needed to hear that somebody was that was older than them and that they are, I, I'm living, I'm here today and I'm here for them. And they can see a light at the end of the tunnel. 
So being that advocate for somebody and telling a telling my closeted self, hey, guess what? You're going to change somebody's life one day because you are gay, because you are, you know, in a relationship with a woman. So giving them that strength, that motivation to show them that being gay is a tool, being gay is a gift, is something that I would tell them and that there is a light out tunnel once you meet the right people. I personally, I think that when someone messages you or they reply to something that you posted and they say, I needed to hear this, that is one of the best things that that can come out of social media because I just recently, um, there's been two close friends of mine that were in my graduating class that have took their lives. And that is too, too many. And I agree. It's, it was crazy because not even two years ago was the first, the first person who took his life. And that took everyone by surprise. It, it's, it was sad because that was when everyone started posting more of the mental health awareness stuff. And then it all fizzled out. And I personally, that has been my main source of social media. Whenever someone looks at my Instagram, my Instagram story, it has something to do with that. And that never stopped on my end. And just recently, again, we had another person from our graduating class that took his life. And it's, it's an endless cycle, but it, it needs to become more, more normalized. It needs to, people need to speak on this openly, at least every day. It's Mm -hmm. their struggles need to become more normal because there's so many other people that are struggling with that same thing because 90% of the stuff that I post online, is stuff that I saw and I was like, okay, I needed to see that. So there's someone else that might need to see that. It's just, again, somebody, for example, this podcast, for example, if you're listening right now and you feel like you're trapped in a household that you can't be in, um, you don't have friends that are accepting any of that, any of that, know that when you get through that barrier, you will find people that are accepting. Mm -hmm. You will find people that love you. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Always. I always said, if it's not, if you're not happy with the ending, it's not the end. Right. And for me, I was in that dark hole for a long time. I, I struggled with a lot. Even when I first came out, struggled with a lot of, you know, mental thoughts, a lot of friendships that I did end up losing. Right. And it helped me to become stronger, but at that time, I didn't think I was going to get anywhere above where I am today. So, um, you know, again, we are here. Um, I serve as an outlet. Haley serves as an outlet. Kevin, you have been a great outlet to me as well, but again, keeping that focus and that I will get through this is the biggest thing and using it. And and let me, let me say this with, and I'm going to add this as an outlet. And I want to anyone that's listening that is struggling. When you lose a friend, guess what? You didn't lose a friend. You don't lose friends. The reason why you have five fingers on each hand, because that is the circle of life. If you, 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 you hold up your hand and says, how many people are important to me? How many people ride and die to, with me? It may be your mom. It may be your dad. It may be your brother, it may be Haley, Haley and it may be uh, Katrina, Katharina. I'm screwing up, my head's going crazy. <laughs> no the reason worries. why they gave you 10 fingers is because that is your circle of friends. 
the right. people that will die and ride and die with you. When you lose a new pair of shoes, you don't you don't sit on the edge of a mountain and say, I'm gonna jump because I lost my shoes. You lost right. the shoes. Your, your, your friends will be there no matter what. They will disagree with you and they will agree with you. They will laugh and they will cry with you. They'll eat food that you burnt because they don't wanna hurt your feelings. They will stay up with you and listen to a conversation that they'd rather be watching the Eagles games or the Cleveland Brown games. Those are your, 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 your friends. And that's, that's what you, you will take to, to the end. Mm-hmm. We're in a dark place. Reach out and seek out organizations like the Trevor uh, Projects. Reach out and um, have a conversation with me. I can be reached at info at RMK um, Productions uh, ORG. You can reach, and I'm going to ask, uh, how do people get in touch with both um, uh, the two of you guys? Um, and we'll talk about that. And then I want to talk about your um, clothing line because you're an entrepreneurial. So, uh, how do people reach you, for one? Yeah, so you can reach me through Instagram. So it's just my name, Karina, C-A-R-I-N-A, and then Shafalo, C-H-I-E-F-F-A-L-O. Um, or you can use my number. I'm happy to give out my number, 610-716-7926. And what about you, Haley? Um, my Instagram is Haley, H-A-I-L-U-I dot Nardone, N-A-R-D-O-N-E. And I'd be happy to respond to anyone's text, um, 609-410-9352. All right. And, and, I, and I just want to say, say to people, we all suffer at some level of some mental health. I know I suffer from a concussion. When I get anxious, I stutter and I panic inside, inside my head. You know, I have minutes, minutes I can remember every single thing that um, I read. And the other, word, uh, other minute, I can look at a word and I can't even pronounce the person's name. It could be my own, own name. And mm-hmm. been to those dark places because when people don't want to listen, they don't believe. We've got to start being better human beings. And so let, let's talk about when, you, when you're being a good human being, you're also adding something to life. And I love, love, love entrepreneurs, especially young people that are starting out and putting it, putting it together. Let's talk about your apparel company. Absolutely, Kevin. So Five Alpha, which I'm wearing right now, um, it's an acronym. So five values, ambition, leadership, perseverance, hard work, and action. And what we're basically doing is it's not so much as an apparel brand as it is a community, a community of like-minded hustlers that want to build either their own brand, you know, if they're into art, if they're into something that, you know, maybe sports, anything, we take on anything. My biggest thing is that we have no labels. We are just for athletes. We're not just for women. We're not just for men. All of our clothing is unisex because I know for me, when I was younger, sometimes I wasn't allowed to buy the men's clothes. And that's what I was comfortable with. So I want to make it so that any girl or boy out there that is looking to get a more men's cut or a more women's cut, we have no labels on that. Um, We come with quality apparel, not quantity, quality. So everything that we wear, I trust. I wear it when I work out. I wear it when I'm doing podcasts. I wear it whenever. Um, Haley's a big model for us. She's been doing it for a long time. We were actually just packaging some some orders recently. Um, I do everything in my basement. Great businesses start in basements. So uh, yeah, we're just trying to build a community. 
So, so you can get hoodies, shirts, um, hoodies, shirts, uh, hats. Now we have headbands, wristbands. I'll throw down the website too right now. It's five alpha. So five, the number five alpha a l p h a and then apparel.com um, and you can go check out anything you want on there we also have an instagram it's five spelled out f i v e and then apparel um five alpha i'm sorry five alpha apparel and uh you can go check that out as well so all right now you mentioned that you had a podcast yes another entrepreneur <laughs> business is growing left and right Yes. I am happy to say you are part of RMK production and the 10 United Podcast Network. Yes. Podcasters that range from 18 all the way to 75 as part of our family. Um, your podcast, that one thing, and I'll yes. tell you what my grandmother said that one thing was after we talk about, explain to me, what's that one thing in your podcast? Absolutely. So that title, when I was thinking about what do I want to talk about, that one thing can entail anything. What's the one thing that inspires you? What's the one thing that you love about yourself? It can range from anything. And I like to leave it a little open-ended so people can make it what they would like. Um, but again, I've been talking about mental health on there, being an athlete, struggling through injuries. We have a bunch of stuff on there on Spotify and also on YouTube. So if you want to check it out. And, and Haley, when are you going to join her on the podcast? A <laughs> we, we, we've been getting it together. We've been talking about it. So we'll, we'll have to find a time where we can do it and talk about, you know, our relationship and the things that we've dealt with being at a distance. So yeah. we'll and I, and I want, I want to speak being the CEO of our RMK productions of having you, you join our ultimate goal is to have at least one or two um, podcasters to talk about the experience on college what's cool to do, what, what college is, is like, and be part of um, the 10 United Podcast Network. And I want to thank you for doing your part. Now, I'm going to ask you something. And I've had this, we had this conversation early on. And it, it happens no matter, and we're so much in line with our social issues and the prejudice and the bigot, bigotry of being a Black male or Black person. And I know in the Black community, being anything other than heterosexual, it is rough. It is oh, rough. I will be the first person to tell you, whatever your biases are, get over yourself. Right. Yep. Right. Stop treating other people based on your ignorance. And I'm going to keep saying ignorance because I'm calling it what it is. But mm -hmm. speaking of ign ignorance, sometimes we things are said to us that you just have to laugh about. What is the dumbest thing someone <laughs> said to you? So. I have two. One was spoken to both of us in person. And I had to take a step back for a minute and just collect my thoughts before I, before I, you know, expressed it. But um, so one question was, who is the man in the relationship? Who's kind of like the breadwinner kind of pays for more stuff, the man. Now, Kevin, I'm going to ask you a question. You're married, right? Yes. Who's the breadwinner in your, who's the man in your, in your relationship, right? Like that Uncle is just, Sam. I, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's a question. Who is the man? You the know, the whole point of our relationship is that there is no man. Well, it's, that is no, it's equal. It's equality. It's, but when did we justify that men were the breadwinners? When did we justify that? And no offense, Kevin, but there are a lot of women that are the breadwinners in a heterosexual relationship. Yeah. You're like, exactly right. I'm not offended. <laughs> 
I'm no, no, I know to, you want to ban. I'm the first <laughs> man to say the reason why I wrote yeah. dating with the full deck because you know going through my divorce, you know I learned a lot. I I can't wait to be a kept man. If, if right. someone wants to go ahead, I'll do dishes. I'll carry out the trash. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll babysit like, our own children. I'll do all that. I'll shop for you too. Yeah. But then I'm I'm going to circle back. That's the normal way of doing things. That's the standard that people that people go back to because they're uncomfortable with it being different. Right. And you know that that's one of those things. Another one question that I received recently was, um, when did you when did you find out you were gay? When did you figure that out? And what my response was was, when did you find out you were heterosexual? Was that just predetermined, or was that you know what I mean? Like it's just you know. Being gay is a is a chemical, uh, like it's a chemical science thing when you're born. I would not choose this lifestyle if I had to. I would not choose the struggles I've endured. But for somebody to say that to me, it's like I almost made a decision. I made a choice about being gay if I wanted to or not. Oh yeah, maybe maybe I will, maybe I won't. Just it's just you know what? I look at it as they're uneducated. If it happens another time after that, then I have an issue with it. But if I am able to educate that person and they're able to see my perspective and come back with a better perspective and more respect towards the situation, I have all the respect in the world. I am happy to talk to anybody who has an indifference or a different opinion. Um, I'm not completely closed off to anything. I'm happy to discuss things with people. I don't want someone that is questioning something to be scared to talk to us, to be scared to talk to one of us and just say, hey, is this all right for me to say? That's what I want to hear. You know, I want questions. I love when people ask us about a relationship. Yeah. Awesome. And, and that and that's part of the reason um, we're having this conversation, because we do know there are those people that have no idea that are curious. Those are those people that want to do the right thing, but they're afraid to ask a question because a lot of us are real sensitive. Black people are sensitive to certain words. I hate the N word, but I will talk about it. Yeah, right. I, I shared something with, with you guys today, and I, I'm questioning myself if I should actually say it on air, but I'm going to take a risk and say it um, today. I'm going to say it anyway. Someone asked me, have I ever thought about being white? And, <laughs> and I first, first I shook my head, and I'm going, how do I answer this? And then when I came back, I said, no. I said, I love being Black. And I yeah. said, plus, I don't want to give up three inches. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And you know what, Kevin, to go off of that, I know we were talking about this the other day too, is I am sympathetic to you. I will right. never know what you have endured or went through, but I am sympathetic towards you. You were sympathetic towards us. Exactly. You will not know what we, you know what I mean? So like you cannot be empathetic with somebody or empathetic with somebody unless you've endured what they have endured. Yeah. Exactly. I will try my best to walk in your shoes, but I will never walk in your shoes. Right. And that is something that, you know, minority individuals respect about each other. And I would wish that most people that are that are lucky enough to have a very, you know, you know, less challenging life, let's say, um, would respect with us and say, I respect you. I sympathize with you. I'm here to be your ally. But I cannot empathize with you and I cannot act like that either. Right. And that was probably the, the out of all the people I've, I've talked to and I've spoken spoken to a lot during these in, interviews or having these conversations. That was probably the the, the most uh, intelligent response that I've gotten in, in a long time. I appreciate and, that. the black persons. No one's expecting you to understand my plight. 
right. um, as a openly gay person, no one's is re responsible for understanding your lifestyle, but they are responsible for respecting you as a human being yeah, and allowing exactly. you to exist and prosper in, the, in this life as individuals. And whatever a person's prejudice are is something they have to deal with in their own personal. I mean, exactly. we've gotten to a point that, you know, the council culture is running rapid. I'm yeah. the first person to say, I'd rather know uh, who you are and where you're coming from than, than to have you as part of my circle of friends, trusted friends, and be surprised by you. No one wants to be blindsided. Let yeah. a comedian be a comedian. That's the reason why you show up. If you know a comedian's feeling a certain kind of way, don't buy a ticket. Don't go right. with an attitude that says, I'm going to be sensitive. It's not personal. That's right. the person's job. To, to, to take social situations and find humor in it because humor is strengthening the, the heart. If we go there with our own biases and whatever, we should park it at home. If you walk by and see someone holding hands that are the same sex or different colors, don't stop and stare. Go look in the mirror and say, what's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just yep. turn right around. Just open yep. up that phone and look at that face because that exactly right. is the number one thing. And what I say to myself, what I say to other people is just do what you want to do. If you are not discriminating anyone, if you are not putting anybody in a category they should not be in, I have no problem with what you do. Just love one another. Do whatever you want to do. We'll hold hands. You enjoy your life. Amazing. A lot of it comes down to you don't need to understand the situation. You need to respect the situation. Right. Through that. To understand that we're gay and that's not going to change. You need to respect that we're gay and that's not going to change. I mean, Haley, actually, I, I would like to tell them about the story in the bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was now that we're was not in the bathroom. Oh, my right, God. Everyone, tune he in. Two women are going to talk about what happened in the <laughs> Okay. This is what, this this is the question everyone's. Yeah, this is what everybody. This is what Here everyone's it goes. No, so I'll let Haley tell it. But oh my from my perspective, we were in sheets. We were I was selling at a lacrosse tournament. We were in um you know sheets sheets is yeah. sheets versus Wawa. But anyway, yeah. so I'm waiting for our food. Haley went to the bathroom and she comes storming out, and I'm gonna. Leave so it. I was in the bathroom. This took. I was in the bathroom for 20 minutes, and not once. Did she think, huh, I wonder what I Haley's was about doing. to go in the bathroom. But she's all right. <laughs> no, I wasn't all right because I was stuck talking to this lady and she comes in with like a, a pot of coffee. So that should have been my first red flag. Something's not right. She's in the bathroom with a cup of coffee and um, she could tell that I was stressed out and it was just it was a long day. So we started talking about that and I was like, yeah, my girlfriend, she's selling at a lacrosse tournament actually i didn't say my girlfriend uh, i just said that we were at a lacrosse tournament and um it escalated into her getting into religion and um telling me that i'm gonna i'm gonna meet the right man one day and all this stuff and i was like well like my girlfriend is actually outside she's waiting for me and she was like oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry to hear that. God loves you anyway. I was like, I know he does. Um, and I she said, to tell me that she said, um, you know, 
God loves you, whatever. And she said, my girlfriend has a great relationship with God. And she was like, we're no, <laughs> she doesn't. I was like, she absolutely does. Just because you don't think that doesn't mean that she doesn't. Right. And she just proceeded to tell me that I'm going to find the right man. And you never know what's going to happen. And um, so just- all that stuff about how um, there needs to be a man and a woman to reproduce. And I was like, well, I'm actually looking to adopt my children. Um, I'm yeah, really just Carrie. And yeah. she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to pray for you. And I was like, it is just, it, that is the perfect example of someone that is ignorant, someone that is, you know, sticking to the normality of their life that they grown up on. And you can't look at them and just immediately judge them. You also have to say to yourself, what kind of household did they grow up in? It took everything right. in me to speak to that woman with respect just so that she can know that you can't categorize someone who's gay or in the LGBT community as a certain type of way because I could have very easily just gone off on her and started screaming having a screaming match in a public bathroom but instead I decided to not even feed into her ignorance and to just respond with respect towards her, even though she wasn't giving it towards me. Right. So it's becomes a challenge. And you know what? I'll say something else to that too, is I, when I talk to people, I stopped saying, what college do you go to? I say, do you go to college? What do you do? Um, what are you doing right now? Instead of saying, what college, cause not everybody goes to college. Some people go to a technical school. Some people don't even go to college and they just take up another job and it's become so normalized. And this is just kind of to coincide with being gay. It's it's become so normalized for people to just say, what school do you go to? Not everybody can afford school right away. Some people are taking a gap year and it's just, I stopped saying that I've caught myself saying it and it's not right because it's something that, you know, a lot of people do struggle with and that normality of it and being in a private school, it was very competitive to go to college and very competitive where you're going. And it's very stressful for kids, right? So just to bring it back, you know, with Haley, you know, where are you, you know, you're going to find a right man and stuff like that. That's just assuming. Yeah. It's not right. But that is one story. For no one, was someone ask you uh, about finding the right man? Say, I did find the right man. I called him. (laughs) 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 I'm going to tell you, for for me, when I get stupid questions, I always find humor in, in, in the moment. Because it's hard for someone to be extra stupid when they're laughing. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, I just look at it this way. I, I don't lower myself to hate. And I, I don't excuse I- ignorance. And I don't allow it to, to entertain space between my, my ears. Because, you know, until someone's open for change, they're never going to change. Their reality is always going to be their reality. And, and we have far too many people trying to impose their reality on us instead of looking at what is actually reality. You're two beautiful human beings. You are happy together. You know, when I wrote my book, Dating with the Full Deck, someone asked me, how does that translate over to same-sex couples? And I said, I have no idea. I said, read the book, come back and tell me. Because in my mind, I think everyone deserves the same amount of happiness as a heterosexual person. I think everyone deserves the same level level amount of complication of being in a relationship as um, uh, uh, a heterosexual couple. 
I believe everyone needs to be subject to the ignorant laws that says your money is not all of her money or his money or whatever the case may be. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the ride. Come back and tell me. I'll write another book. So mm -hmm. that said, we're going to wrap this up, but I have a question I need to ask both of you guys. Yeah. Ask this at 99.9% .9 of all my guests. And um, if you listen to the show, I always ask you your ask. If you can ask for one thing, and that ask could be granted because, you know, we have we are in a very unique uh, situation here at talking with Kevin and son and RMK production. We don't have a million followers and I'm not looking for them. We don't have thousands of, of likes. We have 10,000 people that listen to us and over 2000 that subscribe and follow. And we appreciate that. But our people that hang with us are high quality people. They don't drive by an accident. They stop to help. So I've had four people that have gotten their wish granted by someone that had listened to this show. So um, you guys can pick which one goes first. I'm a Southern boy, so it's always ladies first. And that's why I'm going <laughs> to And um, if you had an ask, what would that be? And you knew it can come true. What would that be? And for those, those that are listening, pull over and, and check yourself and to see if you want to be part of these two young ladies dream. Absolutely. You want me to start? I'll start. Ah, right, you got it. Uh, Go for it. So personally, my wish has been the same for years. And it's any time that I'm given the chance to make a wish, this is always my wish, whether it's 11-11 or blowing out birthday candles. And it's always to just be genuinely happy. That's my only wish. I just want to be genuinely happy. I want to be happy with the people that are around me. I want the other, the people that are around me to be happy. And I just, I just want to be not satisfied, but I want to be comfortable with my life. I want to be able to sit back and for days on days and just be like, I am happy with my life. I'm happy with every aspect of what's going on around me with work, with everything. I just want to be genuinely happy and not have any burdens that I'm holding onto and any dark clouds that are carrying that I'm carrying around because that's definitely something that a lot of people struggle with and I just I want to be able to let all of that go and to eventually just have no worries and to just take things as they come all right <laughs> and I would say for my ask Something along the lines of that, yes. And also to pay it forward to someone today. Um, if everybody just pays it forward to one person, whether it be in the Starbucks line or at a Wawa and you pay for somebody's drink, you don't know what that person's going through. And to really just give them that gift maybe will alter their whole view of life. Um, and I have actually, I do have two asks. Um, this one's a little more broad scheme and hopefully it'll come true one day, but for just everybody to love everybody equally as they would want their own children to be loved or themselves to be loved. And I want to say this, um, tell us about your apparel line. I want people to uh, start wearing this, give us what the acronym means so people can, you know, connect because this is the ending of the show. I'll sure thing. You. Um, five Alpha Apparel. You can find it at fivealphaapparel.com. Spell out the or the letter five and then Alpha Apparel. Um, five Alpha means ambition, leadership, perseverance, 
hard work and action. We are always looking for new members in our community, new ambassadors, new athletes. Um, so if you are willing to, to join our community and be a part of it, we would love to hear from you. We always post on our Instagram, whether you just won the national spelling bee or you, know, you won a national championship, something as small as getting rewarded in class to something as big as winning a state championship. It's a community. It's a community and we wanna post your accomplishments. So reach out to us. All right. And I, I just want to thank you both for taking time out of your day. I know both of you guys are, are, are busy with, with life. And I will tell you, happiness starts within yourself. No one can make you happy. And so one of your wishes have already been granted because you guys are two very, very beautiful people. And I'm personally grateful to have both of you guys in my space. Every single time I, I see you, there's just you're, you're part of a very unique circle in, in my life. And these are the things that I, I say that's important. And for those that are listening to this podcast, I'm going to ask you to share because you never know that this little conversation, and we don't have all the answers, may be able to turn the corner of someone that is questioning who they are, who they want to be, the conversation that needs to be had, and how to handle that conversation, or have access to a resource like the Trevor um, Project. I hope we have enlightened you and have inspired you and set a foundation for change. If nothing else, we've educated you. If you like what you have heard today and seen, go to RMK Productions Network on our YouTube page and subscribe and follow. There's more to come. We've got a lot. I won't mention the fact that one of the Jacksons are going to be on one of our podcasts. And you can pick between Latoria and, Jack and Janet, but one of the Jacksons are coming up. If you like to, to have your story told, because our podcast is all about people you should know, send your information to info at rmkproductions.org. Our new website is coming this week, so we'll be there. And I just want to say I appreciate, appreciate not only our listeners, but to the two of you for sharing your story. And if you're struggling with com coming out, the easiest way to stop your struggles just to come out. Okay, those who love you will love you no matter what. You will find people when you come out as well. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yes, you will find nothing, nothing else. We're your friends. We're your new friends. Absolutely. We're here as well. Yeah. Yep, and we're happy. So as yes. my grandfather uh, would say, says when you get to a position like Haley and Karina, that you can help someone else, it is your duty to do so. Reach one teach one. Adapt this hashtag is find 1000 reasons to be kind to someone. Mm -hmm. I'm Kevin McLemore, your host. We'll fade the block. And thank you both for being part of this historic conversation of talking with Kevin and son. Mm -hmm.